everybody, and welcome back to <coughs> Murder Blows. Oh, this episode is so wild. Um, this week, Cody and our special guest, Jessica Messica. Uh, you're not a mess. I, it just rhymes with Jessica. I'm sorry it wound up that way. Um, are going to take us down some rabbit holes of uh, some viruses and shit that's going on. Uh, maybe now, maybe in the bubonic times i don't know um but grab your tissues not to cry but to sneeze um and your barf bags and join us on this episode of murder blows if you couldn't tell i'm violet and i'm joined by my lovely co-host cody and jessica sasha and Maisie's with us in spirit bless miss her all right now roll that sweet sweet intro music Oh my god are we all dying today oh no i'm okay <laughs> okay <laughs> oh yeah. i brought i brought jessica tonight she's here she's taking notes oh. say hi jessica <laughs> hi guys nice hey i didn't have time to research a ton so i messaged her today and i was like help let's <laughs> do something for her nice yeah so how how's everybody's week like what's new anything is it just shitty oh man it's in such a roller coaster i can't even keep up with it honestly i i on legitimately did not remember when we're podcasting today until like two o'clock is that when the message was sent. Yeah, I had no idea it was Wednesday. Could have swore it was Thursday. I also thought it was Thursday. And so, like, I ran outside expecting all my packages to be here, and there was nothing. And I was like, did someone steal $200 worth of cosplay material? Because they're going to be really fucking disappointed. <laughs> um, what is all this? There's literally, like, a full body. I building a bomb. It's wild. Yeah, no, I had to order, like, a full-body dance outfit to wear under the costume because it's pretty revealing. Um, oh, yeah. I ordered four belts, two of which are toddler-sized because they go around my thigh. And I don't know how I feel about the fact that a toddler's <laughs> waist is the size of my thigh, but that's fine. I take it as a compliment. That makes me feel metal. Like, I hope that my thighs are the size of a grown man's head. Nice. <laughs> like, can a baseball, it. can a beanie stretch over? Actually, my thighs are probably as big as a fucking tree trunk. They're huge. Power. I literally can will be recording a video heads. this summer yeah. to find out if I can crush a watermelon. Someone <laughs> said that wasn't a good idea, and I was like, you're wrong. I assure you it wasn't me. <laughs> I'm not the naysayer. Shun the non-believers. I don't know. I keep noticing yeah, that so, Twitter is real depressed, yeah. so I have to like not use Twitter. And so I just have all these thoughts in my head that I'm not tweeting. Oh, dang. 
that's cool. It's everything. I think that's depressing. my problem with Twitter is I'm like, I don't. Huh? I said everything's depressing. You're not wrong. Yeah. The only time yeah. someone comes over to my yeah. desk is to talk about coronavirus, and I'm like, get the fuck <laughs> away from me. You should get on a tape measure and measure off six feet and be right. <laughs> it's not even that I don't want them tape close to me for the sickness. I just don't want to hear about it anymore. Oh my god, I know. Well, I mean, it's crazy because we normally, I mean, we don't see much of this. We just, what was the last thing that was everywhere? SARS, and that wasn't, it was like it 2008. Weird, SARS. Yeah. Wasn't SARS? Too- SARS was over in H- Asia, but it was H1 over in H one N one. H one N one. I didn't remember H one N one until I listened to this podcast. Will kill you, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, wild." <laughs> that happened. But I understand that people are worried. I look- oh, yeah. I mean, I guess I get it. I guess. I, I think if I, I was kind old, of I'd be freaked out. Thinking, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking, what if these people with coronavirus that have died come back from the dead, and this is actually just fucking, like, zombie flu? Yay. Something new and exciting to I hope so. <laughs> Like... <laughs> I'm always looking on the bright side, y'all. Y'all. <laughs> I've been saying y'all a lot. I've been using I'm like, it. y'all, check this out. But y'all. I've been using y'all to appear cuter. It's not working. Hmm. Like to grown men. Because I, think it makes I need me... stuff. Oh. <laughs> I need stuff. Hey y'all. Not- not weird. It's not weird. For my last email, y'all. For my last email. Hey, y'all. Hey, everyone. Um, thanks for joining the call. My name's Sasha. I'm gonna lead us today. Um, so get y'all settled down real nice and grab yourself a cup of tea. This won't be too too long though. But that's hey, y'all. Not me. That's y'all. adorable. <laughs> Put unnecessary amounts of y'all. Oh, hey, y'all. How y'all doing today, y'all? hear about the game score there did y'all go to the game y'all <laughs> how'd y'all do how'd y'all how you so it's so funny my mom and cody you might know this do you say yins yeah my, yins. yeah yins i don't apostrophe uns yins i have never said it well i don't want to say never because i lived up there but i don't use that word never have you i use i usually use you guys or you all. Hmm. That's fair. Yens. Misty says Yens, but she's from the, the part of Ohio that's literally across the river from West Virginia. Oh, yeah. So that's like a where Pennsylvania, yeah, West Virginia, corner. and Ohio come together in that little that's corner. That's where people say Yens. Yeah. Yeah. What does your, so your mom says Yens? She says Yens. Some people say U-wins. Like, U-wins. And that's even worse. (laughs) Yeah, that's wild. That's too far. I don't like that one. U-wins. Like, in my opinion, 
Yeah. Where he calls them the two Utes. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite movie. Utes. (sighs) My favorite thing about Japanese culture is to make something plural, like a noun, you just put Tachi at the end. Oh, really? So you could be like, Inu Tachi just means like, oh, a bunch of dogs. But I is Watashi, right? And so then you say Watashi Tachi to mean us or we. And that is a fun word. Watashi Tachi? Watashi Tachi, yeah. Watashi Tachi, I love it. I love it. It's great. I want to learn Japanese now. I highly recommend Duolingo. That's a lot of crying. A lot of crying? You got to learn a whole new alphabet. Yeah. It's wild. But the alphabet makes a lot more sense. Because it's two letters. It's a syllable. Can you write it? Can you write anything in Japanese? Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yep. Do you have any trips planned? Uh, cruise in November. Okay. But unless something drops under... <laughs> oh, yeah, no kidding. I'm actually like... A lot of airlines right now are doing, if you book between now and March 31st, they're giving you like a free 12-month change voucher if you need to change your flight. And so I'm like, the minute it drops, I'm pack- like, I'm booking it. That's what I figured. I was like, I saw a thing where it was like, like where you could go to Italy for like $8. Hell yeah. <laughs> like if I'm going to get coronavirus, I might as well have it in Italy. I want to do it in Italy. <laughs> it's like i saw the funniest tweet that was like millennials on the way to the airport knowing that they've saved all this money and they might die from coronavirus and they're like strutting their stuff right i'm like that's me but they probably won't because it's old people yeah now it's like the time for us to revolt because like just the old (laughs) people die so we could like totally revolt and like the old people would be afraid to come out that's not a bad idea I was gonna say I know it's like a running gag on here that I keep wishing for a plague but what a plague to pick I mean really I've been wishing for this for a while and like it only takes out like the elderly and people with uh, bad immune systems which I'm not cool with because some of those people are cool I know some um, and children but I mean this is like the okay boomer disease yeah but the coronavirus like i i heard that no children have died from so far i don't know if that's true or if that's a rumor because there's a lot of rumors right now but i heard like no children have died and like when they do get infected their symptoms are like not severe at all so it's like how am i gonna know if my kid has corona or allergies oh my goodness that's actually true you've got the coronavirus I mean, who would really know? I've chill in Nashville. Every you live in Nashville. I know people in Nashville. I mean, like, it's just I can have it. Do you have a dry cough? I would never know. Do you have a fever? Starting uh, always. I smoke yeah. cigarettes. I definitely already have a dry cough. I definitely already have like an itchy face. So the dry cough and shit in my throat is coming, and I'm not gonna know what the fuck it is. Yeah, I started taking allergy medicines because, like, my throat hurts in the morning, and I'm like, yes. what happened? Yes. Surprise. Allergies. Yeah. Well, I know that we still have to advertise. Oh, yeah, when your face is itchy, just put some grapeseed balm on it. 
Um, in all seriousness, that gross heat balm is my Lord and Savior. Amen. It is so creamy and smooth. And Jeremiah has put it somewhere and I cannot find it. Um, that is a wonderful product from Arcadian Grooming. If you have taken care of your skin already, but you want to do it more, you can always use products from Blake Slate Labs. They've got a phenomenal uni oil that you can use after you sweet and salty scrub. Um, and it just, you're going to be moisturized and exfoliated till the end times, which might be sooner than we think. So get your order now by using code MURDERBLOWS at ArcadianGrooming.com or BlakeSlateLabs.com. And check them out as, at Instagram, on Instagram as well. Get your shit. It's nice. Um, it's real nice. Get your shit. <laughs> uh, but no, they've got a wonderful. Oh line my god! Of did everyone just hear fucking Boris moan? Oh, yes. Okay. Internet is lagging so bad. I don't know. I'm sorry. You're not. You're it's. Not I literally keep bad. cutting into. Well, like, so I'll start talking, and then you'll start talking because my sentence hasn't started on your end. That's me every single week, so, yeah. Well, it might have something to do with tornado. Okay, sorry, I did not mean to interrupt the... (laughs) Good point, good point. Um, I I just didn't want you guys to think I was a rude asshole just interrupting everybody. (laughs) I don't think that. No, that's how I feel all of the time. All the time, I'm like, I'm interrupting them, but it's just because when I started talking, it wasn't picking up. It's great. Four girls on a phone call, like we're bound to fuck this shit up (laughs) with BFE internet. (sighs) BFE internet. And this week we're on a rotary phone. Yes, this week we're on a rotary phone. Um, Maisie isn't here with us today. She's dealing with life. And we support her in dealing with that. But if you want to hear some of Maisie's voice and some wonderful friends of hers' voices and chewing noises, I would ex- excur- encourage you to check out The Snack Pack, which is a wonderful sister podcast of ours that you can find in all the same places you can find our podcast where they eat snacks and talk about them. I'll tell you what, the Reese's episode was so educational. It was crazy. Super loved that. Um, and then, yeah, like, did you know that Reese's Orange is copywritten? It's like an official color. Wild. What? Yeah, so all of that talking made me go get some Reese's pretzels, which is a snack they didn't eat on the podcast, because I was like, what the fuck? I didn't know they made those. Um, the entire bag is gone. It's great. Love it. Um, the last episode's on ruffles, and if you like a good crunch noise, that is the episode for you, so make sure to check them out. Their details are below in the description or wherever your description box might be on your app. Mine's to the left or the right. I don't know my left or my right. Me either. <laughs> I uh, love it. Yours is I like the it. damn Cupid shuffle. Yeah. I feel like my natural right is my left and my natural left is my right. I like my left better. Yes. Um, when everyone's like, do right, I'm like, nope. This is it. Yes. It should be right and then left, not left and then right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Jessica is the same way. Sasha just goes, I don't know my right from my left. Oh, I don't. <laughs> it drives my husband insane. <laughs> I love it. All right. So you guys ready for this? Uh, 
Maybe. Maybe. It's not I thinking too bad. Um, I, I wanted to keep within the, sorry guys, the infectious diseases that have killed people because that's yes. also murder. So we're going to do um, really the first like four that have killed the most people. Yes, the four the four baddie baddies. Okay, and um, I have two, and Jessica has two. And the first one I'm going to do is the bubonic plague. I like how you gave us a pause for cheering, like we're supposed to be like, yay, the Black Death. I did. Nobody, <laughs> yeah. nobody cheered for Black Death. Nobody Sorry. cheered for the Black Death. Okay, well, basically, are, do you guys know anything about the Black Death other than... I might know too much about it because this podcast will kill you is phenomenal. And I think the flea rat relationship is my favorite part, but I will let you tell it. See, that's the thing. I used Wikipedia and worldhealth.org, but. How dare you use credible sources? <laughs> how dare I use science in this day and age? Um, but this podcast will kill you is a major shout out. I listen to it all the time. I've listened to episodes more than once, which is really rare for me. Um, I love them, and they're much better at this, so if you haven't listened to them, listen to them. We are not sponsored by them, um, but they're very educated, and they make it so easy to understand, which I love, but um, basically- Plus, it's two lady scientists. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Um, so, the bubonic plague, um, it's an infectious disease, and- it includes fever, headaches, vomiting, swollen lymph nodes, and you get that one to seven days after exposure. And it can be spread by fleas or body fluids from dead animals. So don't go scraping anything off the road. Um, you can get tested and they'll look for it in bacteria in your blood, septum, or lymph nodes. Antibiotics do treat it. I didn't realize that it's like still a thing, obviously, because there's still fleas and dead animals, but there's still 650 cases a year. Uh, it has a 10% mortality rate with treatment and 30 to 90% untreated. Um, you can get gangrene of your extremities, like your toes, fingers, lips, and nose. And I have to say that that is something that I never, ever, ever want to deal with. Just sitting in your bed rotting. I'm good. Um, in 2010 to 2015, there were 3,200 documented cases and 584 deaths. And 1900 to 2015, U.S. had 1,036 human plague cases and an average of nine per year. So the first one was like the whole world from 2010 to 2015. And the second one was just the U.S. from 1900 to 2015. Um, an average of nine per year deaths. In 2015, 16 people developed plague in the western U.S. and in June 2018 a child in Idaho was infected by the bubonic plague. It didn't say if that child lived or died. Those are my random facts about the plague. Um, 
Bubonic plague is one of three types of plague caused by bacterium. I'm going to try to say this. I always pick things I can't say. It's awesome. Yersinia pestis. We're going to go with that. One to seven days after exposure, the bacteria flu-like symptoms develop. These symptoms include fever, headaches, vomiting, swollen, and painful lymph nodes in the area closest to where the bacteria has entered the skin. Occasionally, the swollen lymph nodes may break open. Bacteria enter through the skin through a flea bite and travel via the lymphatic vessels to a lymph node causing it to swell. Prevention is through public health measures such as not handling dead animals in areas where plague is common. Vaccines have not been found to be very useful for plague prevention. Several antibiotics are effective for treatment, and it lists a whole bunch of antibiotics that I cannot pronounce. Without treatment, plague results in the death of 30 to 90% of those infected. Death, if it occurs, is typically within 10 days. So you can just, you know, lay there in your bed with gangrene and count down. Uh, with treatment, the risk of death is around 10%. Um, and the countries with the greatest number of cases are the Democratic Republic of Congo, Madagascar, and Peru. In case you were wanting to travel to those places. Or just don't uh, touch dead animals. Yeah, or just don't touch dead animals. That's like, well, I was like, well, I mean, that's, you know, it sucks that people get sick still from that. But it makes sense that it's not. It's so gross, though. Ugh. But yeah, you you did this to yourself. Yeah. I mean, unless like a flea bites you that was on a dead animal. You can't really help that. But no. still. Ugh. But... Um, Wild. Get your cat's flea medicine and your dogs. Make sure they don't have fleas. There's actually a combination of oils if you don't believe in medicating your animals for whatever reason. But there's a combination of like spearmint and peppermint oils you can put on their backs once a month. Oh, really? I thought that was That's... bad for them. It depends. You have to get the pet safe ones. They sell yeah. them in the store. But oh, awesome. I will say my cats ripped their fur out when I did it to them. Yeah. I have so we just cat. use regular medicine. I have one cat that like when she sees me with the, the flea medicine thing once a year, because that's the only time she gets fleas. She Aww. runs and hides under the bed and I have to like rip her out. And then she'll, no matter what I put on her, she'll just like scratch the area bare. It's so sad. But I have, she can't have fleas. Nope. Um, the plague was probably cause, the cause of the Black Death that swept through Asia, Europe, and Africa in the 14th century and killed an estimated 50 million people. That was 25 to 60% of the European population. I wonder if they thought it was the end of the world back then. Like, oh, definitely. <laughs> because like we have 100% people like less is coming back all. <laughs> less people dying from coronavirus than the flu every year and we're like it's the end so these people were probably like I don't even know <laughs> throwing themselves in front of like down into ditches there weren't any cars <laughs> the plague killed so many of the working population wages rose due to the demand of labor some historians see this as a turning point in European economic development. And the term bubonic, this is totally random, is derived from the Greek word meaning groin. The bubos. term bubos is also used to refer to the swollen lymph nodes. The best known symptom of bubonic plague is one or more infected and large and painful lymph nodes known as bubos. After being transmitted via the bite of an insected flea, the bacteria become localized in an inflamed lymph node where they begin to colonize and reproduce. 
Bubos associated with the bubonic plate are commonly found in the armpits, upper, what is that, femoral? femoral. What is the upper femoral? Your arm. No, your, your leg. Your leg. Femur. Yeah, your upper femur, groin, and neck region. Bubonic plague symptoms appear suddenly a few days after exposure to the bacterium. And I have one more little thing on it. Some historians believe that society subsequently became more violent as the mass morality rate cheapened life and thus increased warfare, crime, popular revolt, waves of, what is that, flagellance? Flagellance. Flagellance. I was going to say flatulence. Not, not flagellance. I, I knew I would say that if I tried to say it. And persecution. The Black Death originated in Central Asia and spread from Italy, Italy and then throughout the other European countries. Um, and they're, they're thinking that it was carried by the fleas on rats on ships. And it spread to humans near the Black Sea and then outwards to the rest of Europe. Some of the cures they tried included rubbing onions or herbs or is a chopped up snake, if available, on the boils or cutting up a pigeon. If fucking available. What? <laughs> yeah, I haven't read this until right now. They don't have snakes in Europe, do they? It's not very common. I, don't, I think they're less common than than the states but like okay that's why it's if available <laughs> if available like i'm sorry kroger was sold all out of chopped up snake this week so you're just gonna have to use onions i'm so sorry honey <laughs> well it says we're cutting up a pigeon <laughs> woof and rubbing it over an infected body this is how cannibalism got started motherfucker. Pigeons. pigeons though like who was well, like I mean, they eat pigeons in but Europe. who was like a pigeon that'll help i mean they're so pigeons they're just so fun i love pigeons yeah <laughs> Jessica, the pigeon <laughs> we're gonna get some pigeons up in here um okay drinking vinegar eating crushed minerals arsenic mercury <laughs> we'll just kill you the easy I mean, 10 days of rotting to death, or... Or you want some arsenic or mercury, or even 10-year-old... Okay, what is this? Treacle? T-R-E-A-C-L-E. Okay, so I watched the great British bank show, and I know they talk about treacle. I think it's some sort of... It's a tart. Yeah, but but it has to be... it's like a molasses. It's like, oh. It's like a molasses. 10-year-old, okay. if available. <laughs> or a snake. Or... Whatever you've got, it's fine. Oh, this is even better. Sitting close to a fire or in a sewer to drive out the fever or fumigating the house with herbs to purify the air. You're literally leaking infection with open wounds. Go sit by the sewer. <laughs> Is somebody going to laugh at us like this someday? Like, yes. like climate change was happening and they were worried about this tiny virus. All right. People who believed God was punishing you for your sin. That's the flagellants. Went on processions whipping themselves. <laughs> oh, God. 
they were probably whipping themselves and their their plague diseases were like popping open and spewing out. <laughs> uh, uh, and in the 1361 to 1364 outbreak, doctors learned how to help the patient recover by bursting their buboes. Doctors often tested urine for color and health. Some even tasted it to test. Good for them. Surprise, bitch. <laughs> Mind if I taste your urine today to get a sample of it? All right. It's tasting slightly floral. I think you're on the mend. <laughs> Those herbs must be working. Have you tried the snake yet? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Violet can listen back to this and be like, what the fuck was going on? All right. The other one that I have isn't as funny. <clears throat> cholera. We're going to do cholera next. Editing Sasha. A cholera is an acute diarrheal disease that can kill within hours if left untreated. Researchers have estimated that each year there are 1.3 million to 4 million cases of cholera. <laughs> Give me the one that I can't pronounce, Jessica. Thanks. And 21,000 to 143,000 deaths world, worldwide. Up to 80% of cases can be successfully treated with oral rehydration solution. Severe cases will need rapid treatment with intravenous fluids and antibiotics. Provision for safe water and sanitation is critical to control the transmission of cholera and other waterborne diseases. Um, so... Basically, you get severe watery diarrhea. It takes between 12 hours and five days for a person to show symptoms after ingesting, ingesting contaminated flood water. It says contaminated food or water. I'm sorry. Um, it affects both children and adults and can kill within hours if untreated. Most people do not develop any symptoms, although the bacteria are present in their feces for one to 10 days after infection and are shed back into the environment, potentially infecting other people. That's the great thing. If you like poop outside, which I hope you don't do, it just goes back in the ground. And then if somebody else like steps in your poop or whatever, can you get it by stepping in poop? I think you can. I think they talked about that on this podcast will kill you. It's really weird. Among people who develop symptoms, the majority have mild or moderate symptoms, while a minority developed acute watery diarrhea with severe dehydration. Um, and the history is, during the 19th century, cholera spread across the world from its original reservoir in the, how do you say that, Ganges, Ganges, where are you reading, I don't see. Right here. Oh, Ganges. Ganges, thank you. Delta in India, six pandemics killed millions of people across all continents the current which is the seventh pandemic started in south asia in 1961 and reached africa in 1971 and the americas in 1991 um, and it is now an epidemic in many countries um and a cholera epidemic endemic countries an outbreak can be seasonal or sporadic and represents a greater than expected number of cases in a country where it does not regularly occur an outbreak is defined by the occurrence 
of at least one confirmed case with evidence of local transmission in an area where there is not usually the disease. And it is basically closely linked to inadequate access to clean water and sanitation facilities. Uh, typical at-risk areas include urban slums and camps for internally displaced persons or refugees where minimum requirements of clean water and sanitation are not been met. <clears throat> so that's really all it is. Um, it's just crazy that we're on the seventh pandemic of it. Um, and it's crazy that it's the year 2020 and we still don't have clean drinking water and proper sanitation um, in places even like Michigan and Alabama. And you just get diarrhea and you get so dehydrated that you die within hours or days. So you don't really know. So make sure you filter your water and don't poop in your yard. Also, wash your vegetables. Yes, wash your vegetables. I mean, even now it's like, depending on how cautious you want to be with the coronavirus, like I understand it's a serious threat. Um, you shouldn't really eat fresh fruits and vegetables until it's blown over because if someone's coughed on your lettuce and you eat a salad, you're going to get sick. So I just had a, salad, just had a salad at a restaurant. <laughs> Yeah, they don't give those people paid time off. I worked through the strip throat twice, so yeah, sorry I everyone I infected. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, we're about to find out, like, what kind of third world country healthcare the United States has. Because there's, like, 90,000 hospital or emergency room beds in the United States. And, like, a third of them are already taken by people with other diseases. And we don't have enough respirators for everybody. <laughs> So much fun like it's not serious as serious as it could be thank god because literally we are we're just not prepared and then like the rural areas where the hospitals have just closed up and people like can't get to the hospital because they live in a rural area and they can't drive or they're disabled and they can't drive or they're old and they can't drive like they're just gonna be screwed and it just sucks okay so i got the two big bad mamma jammas the number one and number two killers worldwide since their inception. The first I'm going to do is influenza, the number one biggie baddie. Which is crazy because I wouldn't have thought that. Like, I know a lot of people die from the flu, but I wouldn't have thought that it's like the number one. Yeah. Like well, a lot because of how, people die. <laughs> because a lot of people have died since it's known beginnings and gotcha. continue to die because there's no cure for it. Right, right. But don't I'll get the damn the, flu shots. Well, I'll talk about the flu shots down in it, but even that's not a 100%. Oh, no. But it typically is your top two strains for the year. It's better than nothing. Um, my sources are LiveScience.com, CDC.gov, Wikipedia.com, and MentalFloss.com. So influenza, also known as the flu, got its name from the Italian... 
I don't, I can't say it. I'll just end up saying it with an Italian accent, but it's basically influenza. (laughs) And it means influence because they used to think that if the astrological signs were influencing you badly, that's why you got the flu. Um, Fucking moons in Capricorn again. (laughs) Everyone's going to get the flu. (sighs) Whatever. Mars is waning in my sky. God dang it, I got the flu. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The flu is a respiratory virus. As in when people say that they have the stomach flu or a 24-hour flu bug, that's technically impossible. Um, It's usually some sort of a gastrointestinal virus that was already hanging around. And because your immune system is now shut down because of the flu, it gets to rear its ugly head as well. Mm, Didn't know that either. Most uh, symptoms of the flu are coughing, fever, runny nose, sore throat, headache, and muscle and joint pain. You can have the virus and be contagious for up to four days before you start getting your own flu symptoms. So that's why it spreads so easily and quickly because you don't even know you have it and you've probably contaminated half the people you know with it. There are four types of flu virus, influenza A, influenza B, influenza C, and influenza D. All the strands come from those four main types of flu. Three out of the four, A, B, and C, can affect humans, and D, as of right now, can only infect pigs and cattle and horses. It is spread easily by sneezing or coughing out the virus. And it has a relatively small space. So like if you're standing next to somebody and they cough on you, you can get it, but you can be pretty slightly away and not get it at all. What happens is when you sneeze or cough, your little spittily air droplets land on a surface where it can live for up to seven hours alive. And if you sneeze on a door handle, think of how many hundreds of people touch that door handle that go in and out and now they've got the flu. that's why the number one way to stop the spread of the flu virus is to wash your hands (laughs) and also clean anything that the public touches a lot of such as door handles credit card machines your phone (laughs) and your keyboards that you put next to your face all of the time With the coronavirus going on and everybody talking about how many cases there are, the sad fact of the matter is every year there are 3 million to 5 million severe cases of flu worldwide, resulting in 200 to 90,000 to 650,000 deaths a year still. That's crazy. I mean, the coronavirus have maybe killed a thousand people between the different countries right, right. now. Right. Wow. that is. And insane. we're freaking the flip out about it. Yeah. And the flu's probably already killed 200,000 people this right, year. Right, right. 
But it's just, I guess it's just crazy to think that there's another virus going around that we're just going to have to probably live with now. Because, like, they don't know if it's a one-time yeah. thing or not. And it probably isn't. Like, it's probably just going to Well, the coronavirus around. has been a, around for a while. That's what I mean, the strain of the coronavirus. Yeah, because yeah, I've seen... Um, <laughs> <laughs> people on facebook oh, such credible sources <laughs> such credible sources circle coronavirus on the lysol bottle and they're like this is a conspiracy theory coronavirus was around before this lysol bottle was made and this lysol bottle was really old and i'm like yeah that's because it's just a strain of corona not not like the beholden coronavirus but <laughs> yeah wow i can't with people sometimes oh sorry I had to get that out there so the three out of the four types of flu that affect the humans um influenza a is mostly in aquatic waterfowl and other types of birds <clears throat> this is the one that we get the most pandemics of the because it's the bird flu and what happens is in rural areas like China and Japan where they eat a lot of waterfowl birds, mm. they are in rural areas so all the farmers develop it and then that means everybody in their village develops it and then in everybody in the major village, next village develops it and it spreads very quickly. Gotcha. Um, B is the one that is actually kind of weird. Influenza B is in humans and almost exclusively in humans, except for, for whatever odd reason, it can affect seals and ferrets. Those are the only two animals that can get influenza B. <clears throat> Nature be like, we don't like you long fucks. Yeah. <laughs> you long fucks. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Too long. It's weird. Mm, and so. you almost never see an epidemic or pandemic of influenza B because it's only from human to human. And for whatever reason, the B strain of the flu is a more, how do they explain it? This podcast can can you explains it a little bit better, but basically kind of like it reproduces really quickly. So that means it dies really quickly, which sometimes you would think reproducing fast would be bad. But in this case, it reproduces fast and then just kind of dies out. <clears throat> C is in mostly dogs and pigs and can cross over to humans, which is where you get the swine flu and the same thing. So you have a rural area with maybe people who don't go to the doctor very often, the flu jumps from the swine to the human, you get sick, your family gets sick, your small town gets sick, and before you realize what's going on, a lot of people are sick. The reason why it's easy for the flu to spread and why there are so many variations of it is that the virus can actually mutate really easily so that's why you get something that's a bird flu and then because it's around humans and gets on humans it can mutate itself so that you the human cells can reproduce it 
really easily. Again, especially in undeveloped countries or countries with large populations of human animals that live close together, such as India, China, and Japan. Um, the flu has been around causing pandemics for thousands of years. And the top three recent quote unquote events have been the 1918 Spanish flu, the Asian flu and the Hong Kong flu, which Cody and I both realized that neither one of us had ever heard of before. <laughs> so in 1918, a version of the flu, which was H1N1, which actually was the type C flu. Um, I don't know why they call it the Spanish flu and I couldn't find out why because it didn't necessarily say that it started in Spain or a Spanish region, but. Oh, I know the answer to this. No, it's called the Spanish it, flu. I find it. Okay, so what happened was everyone was getting this flu, but it was World War One or two. I can't remember. Um, yeah. And Spain was the only, well, it's not agnostic, what's it called, neutral party. Um, I hadn't joined the war yet, so everyone else that was getting infected wasn't covering it in the worldwide media because they didn't want the other side to know that their troops were getting sick at a rapid rate. It was happening on both sides. And so in Spain, they're just like, hey, um, all our fucking people are getting sick. Uh, anyone any, anyone else? No, just us? Okay, it's the Spanish flu, I guess. Um, but it was really worldwide, so it was nutso. And because no one was talking about it or taking precautionary measures, it was like super, super deadly. Right. And close quarters, unsanitary, um, you know, areas of people in trench warfare, all of that jazz. That the other thing about it is most of the time you hear about the flu is especially deadly for the elderly and for the young children. This was a flu that was bonkers because it was hitting mostly hardy and healthy and able-bodied young adults instead. So the majority of people that died were people that would not die normally during a flu epidemic or pandemic. Because of this, 500 million people worldwide were infected with the flu, which was 33% of the total world population. And it killed between 500 to 100 million people. And they said, like, if that, if those, if you took those numbers and applied them today to the population, that would just be nutso. You couldn't believe how many people, like a billion people would be dead of the, of that strain of flu. <clears throat> Um, the next big one was the 1957 Asian flu, which was H2N2, and it was one of the first bird flus to cross from humans to, from birds to humans. Um, the reason why it was so deadly was because it started in China, and then it kind of stuck around for two years, like slowly working its way across the countries. So it wasn't a fast moving one, but because it hung around for so long, it's estimated death total was 2 million people. And in 1968, which is the one Cody and I didn't really even know about, it was the Hong Kong flu. And it was another H2N2 strain. 
It started in Hong Kong. The first case was reported July 13, 1968, and only 17 days later, outbreaks were reported in Singapore and Vietnam, and then within three months, it spread through the whole rest of the entire world. Um, it was a relatively small mortality rate, except for in the city of Hong Kong where it started, where it killed 500,000 people, which at the time was 15% of Hong Kong's population. And that is what I have on the flu. What's your other one? Smallpox. Uh, uh. So this is the one, I don't want to say it's my favorite, but it's my, it's my favorite disease just due to the fact of how it how the vaccine for it was developed but also it's the one one of the ones besides measles which were completely eradicated which is making a comeback because people refuse to vaccinate their children so it's a disease that was cured that is now not cured anymore again and when you see a picture of a child with smallpox, which is what I showed Cody, I said, why would you even take the chance of this happening? I don't understand it. I just don't. <clears throat> the name smallpox was given to the disease, even though it had been around for years and years and thousands of years before, was in 18th century Britain because they needed a name for the disease to differentiate it between that one and the other disease, which they called the great pox, which was syphilis. <laughs> Initial symptoms include fever and vomiting. And then followed by that closely soon after is sores forming in the mouth and a skin rash. And then over the next few days, the bumps of the rash turn into fluid-filled bumps that then scab over and leave scars on your skin when they fall off, and it's spread by skin-to-skin -skin contact or by contaminated objects, like if you live in close quarters and have to share beds with people. They're not 100% sure when it started, but the earliest evidence was found in Egyptian mummies. And it historically has happened in huge outbreaks. So in the 18th century, it killed 400,000 people a year. And a third of the cases, if you didn't die, you were blind. In the 20th century, it killed up to 300 million people that entire century. And in the last 100 years, it has still killed 500 million people. As recently as 1967, before the vaccine was widely introduced, it still had 15 million cases a year occurring. So the first stride in prevention was Dr. Edward Jenner in rural England, who noticed that the ladies who came to milk the cows, the milkmaids, if they were exmo exposed to cows who had small cowpox, they did not get smallpox, even if their family members got smallpox or people they hung around with got smallpox. So he was like, 
what's going on here? Let's check this out. And he eventually figured out that it's because uh, without microscopes and any kind of things like that, that the cowpox must be some sort of related to smallpox. So he started getting cows with cowpox, opening up their lesions and rubbing people against the cowpox. And it literally stopped the spread of smallpox. Oh my God. (laughs) And he called this a vaccine from the Latin word vacca, which means cow. That's why vaccines are called vaccines. You can thank a cow for that. (laughs) That's right. One of the many things you can thank a cow for. Give a cow a hug. Literally, so you don't get smallpox. Cows are scary, though. Those bitches are tall. No, cows are sweet. They're tall. One time I lived by cows. They're pretty disgusting, though. They could stick their tongues in their own noses. (laughs) Gross. One time I lived by a cow pasture, and fun fact about cow pastures, the barbed wire is just for show. Like, the cows can totally get over that. Don't you worry. (laughs) It does not hurt them. They just see a barrier and they don't walk over it. Um, so there was a cow in my front yard in between me and my car. And I was like late for work. And the cow was like used to being hand fed apparently. And like walked right up to my front door, which was made of plywood or front porch, which was made of plywood because we lived in Kodak. And I almost broke my porch in. But uh, sweet baby, sweet baby cow. <laughs> All you would have had to do was get an apple and lead it back to its pasture. Uh, I I couldn't get out my door. (laughs) (laughs) But he was cute. I literally had to call work and tell them I was going to be late because there was a cow. (laughs) They used to, my school was cow. (laughs) I had to ride in a bus that was like all dirt roads to school. It sounds like I'm 45 million years old. (laughs) Did you walk uphill both ways? Um, in the morning, sometimes my driveway was frozen and I couldn't walk up it and get to the bus at six in the morning in the dark. Um, anyways, cows would get like, they would go to where they were walking down these one lane dirt roads. And so the bus would just follow them and like beep its horn and the cow would just walk in a straight line. Like, so now that I work in retail, every time I get behind a person that's like walking in a straight line in front of me and won't move, I automatically think of like a minute school bus and I'm behind a cow. <laughs> is that not terrible? <laughs> My poor childhood is like ruined. You're me. scarred. Scarred from cows. <laughs> So when the regular vaccine for smallpox was invented and could still currently be coming back out again, it has a 95% immunity rate and it was so effective that like how I said, as late as 1967, there was 15 million cases. They gave out so many and it was essentially eradicated by the beginning of the 1970s with 1986 being the last time a public vaccine was needed for large countries such as the United States and most European countries. That's how quickly it became eradicated. 
However, due to small numbers that pop up in other countries per year, and somebody who has not had their vaccine going to those countries and coming back, it is now getting spread because we don't have herd immunity anymore due to fact of people not getting vaccinations like they should. And that is what we have on the four big mamma jammas of deadliest things. Did you guys learn anything? <laughs> yes. I learned to be afraid of everything and to wash my hands. Wash? <laughs> if you learn nothing, please learn to wash your hands. I would like say happy time. birthday to myself. Not just the... because it's coronavirus time. You need to do it all the time. People are dirty. Well, I mean, germs are unseeable. Just wash your hands. Before you eat. It says before you eat, during meal prep, and after you eat. But I don't know why I gotta wash my hands after I eat. I usually do because I'm a really messy eater because I just love food too much. So it's usually just all over my hands. There. Violet, are you alive? Yes, it's just I'm lagging so bad and like it's super weird because I would it would be like dead silent for like no lie like five minutes and then it sounded like you guys were the world's fastest talkers in the entire world and your words would get jumbled up and then there would be like sharp laughter in between it so it was just a real wild ride for me um i do wash my hands good job welcome to my podcasting hell from my house um yeah well you're gonna want to in the upside down now <laughs> yeah, you're gonna want to listen to the when you left because we talked about weird ways that people treated the plague. It got funny. Oh, damn! I'm bummed. I'm bummed. This well, is not how I wanted to spend my Wednesday night. Or the flu. I mean, podcasting, yes, but not <laughs> podcasting. It's depressing. I know. If that makes sense. Yes. I, the only thing I found about the flu was it says during Jane Austen's times, the women of the house were in charge of making and dispensing medical remedies. And one of the ways to make a throat lozenge for your cough for the flu was to take pearls, crab's eyes, red coral, white amber, burnt hawthorn, and oriental bezoar, a half an ounce of each, burn them up in a little pestle, grind them, mix it with jelly of vapors, which I'm guessing was like old-timey vapor rub, and roll it into a little ball and then set it out to dry for like a week. And then if you got a cough, you just popped one of those in your throat and sucked on that. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> but I think that's methamphetamine. <laughs> That's where that came from. Well, you know, they used to give you <laughs> heroin for your fever. Yeah, I did I did a, <laughs> a podcast on that whenever it was, like, cool just to give people cocaine for their housewives. <laughs> totally cool. When they're doing their dishes. 
a lady at work yesterday or the day before yesterday took Sudafed because our allergies are amazing already. Yeah. And she was so hopped up and she's like, I'm going to go get some lunch at Wendy's. And I said, you better not get pulled over because then you'll have to tell the officer you're on meth. <laughs> That's what happens when I take a leave D. Like the other day I had a sinus headache and I broke one in half because it amps me up so much and it didn't work. I still had a headache. So I took the other half. And so for two days I was just like, let's do everything right now. I don't need to sleep anymore. I didn't. I'm going to go home and crash tonight. Oh, it's terrible. But anyway, um, and I just wanted to let you ladies know one thing. I know that we're sometimes political on here, but I came across this while Jessica was reading her case. So apparently today the Senate Democrats try to push through an emergency paid sick leave for workers affected by the COVID-19 virus on Wednesday and Republicans blocked it. Wow. And the Republican that blocked it was Senator Lamar Alexander from Tennessee. He prevented the bill from bypassing Lamar. the Republican-controlled health committee. So we can bail out airlines and cruise ships because they, their CEOs might lose a little bit of money and stocks might go down. But for the people that are trying to stay home and not spread the virus, screw you. Screw you. Thanks, Lamar. He's about Lamar hell. Alexander, you better hope I don't catch you on the street. I'm going to cough in your motherfucking face. <laughs> Do it. That's all. We're about to find out how fast you get infected when no one can take sick leave from Dollywood. <laughs> Oh, for real. And the inspiration for this podcast today, since Cody was like, just help me, please. I said, okay, because earlier in the week, I had seen someone put on Facebook a infographic, basically, of like, every time there's an election, there's suddenly an epidemic. And it was like listing all the like, 2004 bird flu, 2006 SARS, 2008, uh, whatever. And then it was like 2020 Coronavirus. So I was like, Ooh, that's a good conspiracy for Cody. So as soon as I looked it up, it was like, uh, no, everything that's on this is wrong. And I was like, well, shit, what else can we do? Let's still talk viruses. For real. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so your conspiracies in the Spanish flu, man. No one reported it. Killed so many people. There you go. And that could be happening now. We really don't know yet. This thing isn't over. So just throwing that out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's also conspiracy in the way that we report shit. Right. Right. I agree with that. Completely. Well, and how the focus is 100% hey, on the... Yeah. I totally Go forgot. Ahead, I need to talk about this. I didn't talk about it during fodder. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry if I interrupted anyone. I really love you all. I'm just struggling. <laughs> Um, tell us fucking alex jones got arrested for drunk driving it's true know. he did who's that alex jones you know the Infowars guy oh yeah the one that everybody hates the the dog the gay. Dog gay. <laughs> yeah oh yeah i feel real sorry so, for him no yeah <laughs> He also he got him. arrested and he said he drinks because he cares too much and that oh sorry he's addicted to one drug and that drug is hating pedophilia and devil worshippers. Okay. He said that blackout drunk 
Well, it was on his show, so probably. Oh, tight. <laughs> I mean, Harvey Weinstein got 23 years, ladies and gentlemen. And all that. Ladies and gentlemen. He's gonna I love it. Love that, uh, that need to feel sorry tweet for I saw the other day. It was like... He got injured. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, uh, Harvey Weinstein will die if uh, he gets more than in five years in jail and someone said hey Alexa I don't you cat yes <laughs> what that tickled me it was great I love it Ugh. or are we doing anything like um, what makes us happy this week is that what we do are we happy is that what we do <laughs> Is that, are we, do we have happiness here? Is that something that happens? This week's been crazy. Like, I, I like, I was like, yeah, super oof, fresh week, weird. no tomato. I have something that makes me happy. Go for it. I'm so, so sorry. I'm just interrupting. Um, everyone's gonna be like, Violet is getting fucking rude on this podcast. No. Um, <laughs> I'm just laughing because that's how I feel all of the time. Nicholas Cage makes me happy. Okay. <laughs> That's it. I just love Nicholas Cage. I want to live in the rage cage. Huh. <laughs> this reminds me of when Jenna uh. Marble started watching Nicholas Cage's uh, filmography in order. Chronological. I mean, yeah. I love me some Con Air and some National Treasure. That's true. <laughs> What's the one where he's an asshole at Christmas? No one. <laughs> I don't know that one. Uh, I lost you. Called? I'm sorry. What's it? What's the one where he's an asshole at Christmas? I have no idea. I'm bad at movies. I know Violet knows this. Like Christmas. I'm just gonna Google Christmas Alex huh. Christmas Nicholas Cage. I just know the Weatherman was not a good movie. <laughs> I've never watched it. The Family Man. The Family Man. Oh yeah, that's right. I do yeah. like the one where he can see into the future by a little bit, and it has Jessica Beale in it. I think with him. Next, it's called next. Knowing. Oh, is it knowing? Oh, my bad. <laughs> Hold on, I don't know. It's no, it's one next. Of the next. <laughs> is it next? I feel like whoever is it's the next. most confident wins. <laughs> well, I thought it was it for sure that she said, "Oh crap, maybe it is that." <laughs> no, it's next. He knows when the world's gonna end. Wild. Um, uh, Reese's what? peanut butter pretzels make me happy. They were fire. I like took two hours of class skating class on yesterday, and like I finished skating and I was so hungry I could murder someone. So I got a snack. You can't do that because we don't want to do a podcast about you. Be fun though, but for real, if I'm gonna kill someone, it's gonna be because I'm hungry. Same. Same. 
Uh, we're dying. It's true. My husband's the same way. He was so, and I finally looked at him. I said, did you have anything you'd eat yet today? And he's like, no. I said, I am doing that thing that is like frowned upon by women, but I am making you a sandwich because you need to have yeah. food. Yeah, because I get too angry where like I can't make anything. Yeah, he can't. I just like, because I'll get angry at making it. <laughs> I just need to eat and I need somebody to feed me right now. <laughs> And it's all of a sudden, too. Like, it's just right now. Oh, my goodness. I don't know what makes me happy. Um, Everything but politics makes me happy. That's what I'm going to say. I'm great, except for politicians. (laughs) That's all. That's fair. Especially Alexandra, Lamar Alexandra. (laughs) Dolly Parton makes me happy this week because she said she wants to go back on the cover of Playboy magazine for her 75th birthday. And I'm like, get it, girl. I love that. I love that. How precious. I would buy that. There are also women on the bernie group being like okay it's time to sell nudes and donate the money to bernie and an hour later she was like i already made 200 bucks and i was like yes this is great oh i'm into it if we could get paid 200 dollars an hour could you imagine she was like killing it and like she she didn't care she didn't have any shame she was just like and she was beautiful and i was just like man if I was single and beautiful, I would do the same thing. <laughs> You're very beautiful. Thanks. But you can also single. Legit, just do a nitpick and the dudes would be like, I'll pay for that. That's true. You wouldn't even have to put your face. You don't have to put your face. Or your body. Just a boob. Just a boob. <laughs> I only the one that is not a mom boob. <laughs> the perky boob. The perky boob. <laughs> I only got one mom boob when I got pregnant. I, the other one's completely normal. I don't know how that happened, but I hate Wild. it. Wild. Okay. Huh. All right. Well, everyone, thanks for learning about our boobs and the flu today. Thank we you for listening. Boobs and flu. Bye. Bye. Bye.